Hello listeners and welcome once again to another episode of Homeschooling Matters where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling as well as the value of homeschooling. And because as homeschooling parents we spend a lot more time with our children than the average parent who works outside of the home, we will be discussing some parenting matters as well. Ah, this world, oh my gosh, as we know it has gone through so many changes within recent times and one of the things I've remarked at, I mean it wasn't really a surprise because God is still on his throne. But one of the things I marveled at was how quickly, how suddenly, and how impactful those changes were. Uh, the world as we know it is no longer the same. And I am trusting God that each and every one of you that tunes in here, that your families and as well um, are also doing well. That you're staying safe, you're staying home, and you're doing everything that you can to curb the spread of this virus and to flatten that curve. Today on Homeschooling Matters, we will be discussing a little bit about homeschooling. Um, I'll be joined by my husband, Jimmy, and we will be talking about homeschooling from a father's perspective. You're going to learn a little bit about him and his thoughts on homeschooling, you know, what the journey has been like for him. Now, please know that he is not the actively homeschooling parent, but of course, his, his perspective matters. His input is important. And we are not able to do it outside of him. He makes it possible for me to be able to stay at home and homeschool our children. So, of course, I would want you to hear what he has to say concerning homeschool, homeschooling in our family. So, perchance, um, like he did at one point in time, you have a husband who may not be 100% on board with the idea of homeschooling the children. Let's hear what he has to say 11 years in. Okay, Jimmy. So, you are with us now this afternoon on Homeschooling Matters. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Hi, um, I'm Jimmy. I'm the husband of Nikki. I'm the father of many. <laughs> I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm into finance and accounting. Uh, that's my career. And um, happy to be here. Okay, great. Great. Um, you talked about being a father of many. Did you ever expect to have this many children? Well, it's a little mixed. I mean, I did say something like six early on, so having eight is a little more. Um, yeah, no, probably the answers, easy answers, no. Okay. Um, how has it been, though? How has it been being a father to this many children, especially in a time like this? And not only are you a father to this many children, but you're an awesome husband who affords his wife the opportunity to be able to stay home and raise that children. How has that been for you? I, I can't, ma you know, I can't imagine it being a simple task pretty much a Herculean one but how you know how has it been um well surprisingly it's it's not as overwhelming as people may think we've been fortunate in having our children maybe like two at a time so we have two boys two girls two boys two girls and that that sort of matches them up a little bit so and they're all singletons we have no twins correct so it's like you deal with them two at a time so it's almost like having four four kids actually uh, so, so far, with the help of my um, super-duper wife, who has things under control, I mean, if if you were not at home, I can't imagine how we would have managed with all the um, school drop-offs, all the assignments, extra assignments they may have, and, and extra things that, that come with a, a school day. I, I think it's been a lot easier for us to have them under our roof and um, control the environment for them. 
Okay, rather than traversing back and forth, you know, through traffic and everything else and all the responsibilities and the expenses. Remember a couple of years ago, before we had eight children, I think it was, we had done basically a cost analysis as to how much it would have cost us to have, or if we were sending them out to school. No, if I was working. Remember we had done something like that to see, you know, if I was working, what it would have been like and we realized i would have been paying someone <laughs> to work because the cost to keep the children in school uniformed and everything that's required we ended up it works out better for us this way and i mean it's not only about us of course right it's about what we think is the best for our children but we had done that cost analysis i remember it at one point in time thinking should we keep them at home should we send them out and yeah, I, I think for the record, I've, I've asked you to come home at least three times <laughs> from jobs after after someone was born. Um, so I, I appreciate what you've done, what you have, what you have, um, the role you've taken up at home and the sacrifices that you've taken. And, and that's had a big impact on us being able to do to do what to we manage, do, to yeah. manage what we have. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, for the record, um, I have had several careers during my very short life. <laughs> And he has asked, you know, every time we had a baby, you know, would you would you like to be home, you know? And I think after we had baby number four, that was the last time I worked for anybody. Yeah, that's when I left the, the teaching position at the academy. All right. Um, so what do you have to say um, to people who may look down on our family size? Who's that? <laughs> just, I have told you some stories already, you know, some situations I have been in. Um, and because of how I am normally with the children more often times than you are when I have to take them out to run errands or we go out on a, a field trip or something. When Even when we travel, a lot of times we travel as a family. We piggyback on his work, work um, business trips and he's often working. So I normally would have the children, you know, going through the hotels and so forth. And people often just see this woman showing up at the restaurants and different places with all these children, you know. So he hasn't had the brunt of it to deal with, but he has had some experiences. So what do you have to say you know to people who may look down there are some people of course who've had you know have spoken to us in glowing terms we have met with strangers when we went to Punta Cana remember those strangers in different parts of the world that will 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 tell us such wonderful things you know but then they always have the naysayers the negative Nellies and the pessimistic Patricks as I call them that always have something negative to say what do you have to say to them um, not much, you know, really, because this is our life. Correct. This is our call. This is our walk. This is our way. And we are doing what we have to do. And uh, with God's help, we will we will manage and make our way. And we don't try to be a burden on anyone else. We don't um, go asking for arms or anything like that. We, we take care of our business. God has been good to us, providing for us. So, um, you know. Don't be negative. Come, you want to ask a question, you could ask a question, but um, <laughs> let's keep it. Uh, let's keep things positive, yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, next question. So, we've been homeschooling this month actually for eleven years. All right. Do you remember how we first heard about homeschooling? I think um, it was both to push and. Pull, pull factors affecting us. Um, we had some issues with our first two boys in school. With the school that they were in, the, um, the the whole setup, it was a private school, but still we were, we had some major concerns. And so we went, we were looking, we may have um, opened our, our eyes to look at some other things. And then we had some friends who knew some other friends who knew some other friends. <laughs> 
who were homeschooling in Trinidad because really you didn't really um, come across someone who's homeschooling really it's something you you thought maybe it's just those superstar young actors who, who had a tutor with them as they, as they went along in their careers but we were able to find some people and have some some good conversations with them meet their, meet their, their, their own children and see that um, they weren't losing it everything was under control and um, I remember it was at the school I was teaching at at the time because I hadn't yet, I wasn't yet a stay-at-home mom. I was teaching at, remember, at, um, right here in our community. And that was the first couple that we spoke to. The father, who I was working with, he was teaching another subject. And he was telling me that his wife did it and that's how. Because we were looking at other private schools, but they were pushing um, a way of education, an educational philosophy that we didn't subscribe to, which was just basically preparing the children to pass the next exam. And there was no holistic learning that was taking place. You know, it was not holistic education. Okay, so I remember, I don't know if you remember, but I remember that you were not too gung-ho about pursuing this thing. You're smiling. <laughs> they can't hear your smile, but do you remember that? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, I think... For everybody, everybody probably has the same the same thought patterns because you yourself would have gone through. I myself went through a lot of the school system, primary and secondary and tertiary and so forth. So it is what I knew, what I grew up with, and I I came out okay. Um, so you would have thought, what if they don't go to school? Will they have the same experiences? Will they they learn the same way? You know, would they be able to do the SEA? or the O levels or whatever, whatever comes along later on without having to go through a, a school system. So so probably, yes, we had some hes- hesitations. And um, of course, we took our time, did, did those interviews with people, research, research investigations, and um, talking to the kids under the system to make sure that they're going along okay. And and it was at a point where we felt comfortable to do it. We We started 11 years ago. Right, and you, you left out one small part. I was gung-ho before you were. <laughs> and um, eventually, there was some that really pushed us over the edge with the school that they were at. And you didn't know this at the time. I mean, you, would have know, you, you know now. But at the time, I was praying that God will speak to your heart because I was feeling that I was ready to do this. I knew it was good. And I remember you asking me, are you ready to make such a commitment? This is going to be taking like 18 years of your life. At the time we had just the four children or the three children, the four children, four children. Yeah. And you were asking me if I was ready to make this commitment. And I was like, yes, I am. And you still want to do more research, get some more information, talk to people more and more. And I was thankful that God was able to hook us up with the right people, the right time. And so when the decision had to be made, I didn't have to nag you to death. I had already put my prayer in and God was doing what he had to do in your heart. Amen. Yeah. And I would say having the network of people who've gone before you who are are living the life. They're not just talking it, but they're living the life. And they could show you what they were doing. They can can, um, educate you on processes, on curricula. And um, a lot of a lot of uh, other resources, and they, they 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 weren't in isolation. They had groups of people who were together and helping each other. So it was something that we could have jumped into, joined with, and and been a part of 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 this homeschooling journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, how has the journey been? We've been doing this, as you mentioned, as I have mentioned, for eleven years now. This month, how has it been? 
I mean, we could be honest here. It hasn't always been a bed of roses. I have had my moments. So you are not the active homeschooler in this family, right? But there have been times when you've been called upon to assist. There have been times when you had to work from home. I had to be out of the country or on a job doing something because I have my own business. I do things from time to time. Not all the time. It doesn't take away much. But from time to time, I do have other commitments. And, you know, how has it been for you in this dynamic family of ours you know as the homes as the father in a homeschooling family yeah i don't want to say homeschooling father because you know you're not actively doing it but you're still very important <laughs> yeah that's for sure uh, <laughs> well the, the, the father's role could be varied you know depending on on who they are what's the situation how many children you have what sort of books books you're using how how it directs it i remember in the early days we had these books where every night I had to go and read to the kids a chapter from a book and the books were, were quite heavy reading to be honest they, they were difficult for me to to read through they didn't have too many pictures folks and um we went through it and at the end of it it was an enjoyable experience the the children look forward to it every night they they absorb the information that was being sent and they did learn each of those books not only were a story but they did allow for um uh, critical thinking yes but the, you, you got exposed to geography science culture um social studies all within these these one book stories and um that was very useful. Also, I wouldn't want to say you you act as principal and you, you know your wife is a is a teacher that you have to um, to help. But you really have to. One of the primary roles of a father who is not the active homeschooler is to support his wife in what she's doing. Cause everybody who is home now in the world might be complaining about about their children at home, but really to do it every day every week every month for the year would seem like a crazy thing for for them right now and so uh, you know after a while it does bring its tickets to all or bring stress to the um, to the mother and you have to be there to support her to provide keywords of advice to just listen sometimes not say anything just listen to what she has to say uh-huh. and um, provide support in that way uh, of course, you can take up lessons, you can get involved, you can um, be good at certain subjects and, and bring that to the table and spend that time. Sometimes you could spend the time before going to work or, or after work or on weekends. And um, there's, there, there are a lot of areas that the father can help and to um, help to, to keep the family unit going and together and to keep everyone focused on why the education is important and, and what they're going to be looking forward to in the future. Um, based on what they're learning now okay great thank you so much ah, you made me so proud okay um would you change anything though i mean you gave us an earful there and really what he said there is the truth uh, guys because even though i may be the one that's flying the flag of homeschooling and i the brunt of the work really is on my shoulders i can't do what i do without of course the grace of god helping and 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 pushing me along but i have the most awesome cheerleader in my husband who like he says when there are days when you don't get things done as you would have liked to especially in the early days when you know you had this curriculum that you felt that you had to get done from cover to cover every single book that they recommended that you read you had to read it and if it wasn't getting done and you know you have all these different dynamics in the family and you had to just kind of 
you know, you had to go with the, the ebb and flow. You had to just kind of go with the flow. And I didn't give myself the freedom to do that. And there were times when he would just say, okay, well, why don't you do this instead? I remember there was one time I was feeling like I was totally out of my element. And he said, well, honey, why don't you just um, allow do, do school with these two in the morning and then you take a rest and then you do two, um, school with these two in the afternoon. And he was able to show me how I could be more flexible where I was just trying to be. I mean, even though he himself used to kind of be like, okay, so what have they done today? And how are they ma- ma- matching up to the, to the local system? After a while, he really did um, come along and understood along with me that all of that was necessary. The children will reach whatever benchmarks they need to reach. The most important thing is that they're being educated holistically and that every Everything as it relates to education or schooling isn't relegated to a book, a textbook. Now, trust me, we get the book work done, eh, folks. But I'm just saying, I have a little bit more breathing room now, knowing that I don't have to keep up with what societal norms and expectations are. Yeah? Okay. Um, would you change anything? I can't really think of anything homeschooling-wise that I would want to change. Um, I do acknowledge that from 11 years ago to now, we've gone through several changes in approach, in in methodology. Uh, We've had different types of kids coming through the system, so you, you have to sometimes adjust. Not everyone can learn in the same way. So the earlier you're able to learn their methodology, their their ability to learn what, what they what they, what they thrive in, yes, that that is what you have to find and, and help them along. So some, some people, are, brains are, are clocking at 7 to 18 in the morning and they're able to go and finish their work quickly. And others, their brains don't wake up until after 10 or 11. So you have to, to be able, and that's an advantage of homeschooling, that you could see them one-on-one and adapt and give them the best um, the best option that they could have to learn and to maximize the learning potential very true we really have changed a lot um and i would pray that it's it's for the better okay um great (laughs) we're getting through this really quickly would you have or do you have any advice what advice would you give to families and more specifically families with fathers whose wives like i was may be on board with the idea of homeschooling but their husbands mm, not so much since you've been there and apart from that any advice you know in terms of parenting or fatherhood well overall i guess i would say that you you should take your time um but don't take forever but take your time and be sure because when you cross that threshold once you step into this wheel it's a it's a journey and it's not um it's not going to be over very quickly so you have to be able to go and support through the end um i i think you you really have to support each other both parents if 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 that's present both parents um have to support each other and um, lean on each other at times when one is weak the other can be strong fathers have to not show any division among the parents that are around the homeschooling once it starts because you know children will grab at every opportunity those who who, who are inclined that way to, to pull away from their work if they have such an excuse. So I think it's it's good to be a, a single unit, a strong unit that... Um, a well-oiled machine. Um, yeah, sure. And, and to be able to show the kids that 
there is solidarity and there is a strong unit and there is a structure at the parental level around them that they can tap into that they can work on that and they can they can prosper in in that sense fathers also or husbands you really have to to pray for your wife cover her check on her make sure she's doing okay you have to take the time to check with your kids directly ask them how was school you know how things are going um, get their feedback as well you can get chances to input into their lives during this process and of course i talked about reading and the sharing of of all that you have you have gained because you you made me meet maybe um uh what is it would you could be a teacher for them but not on purpose you know not a purposeful teacher but um you you teach them by what you see and you take every opportunity when you're with them or outside of the home on the road you know you you show examples you you teach about the geography of the world you teach about the mathematics in the grocery store you um you work on the english you look at some things and how they're written on the tv or the newspaper and you say you know this this grammar needs to be corrected for example and and in a lot of ways you you can um play a big role and you know we go by uh um a saying that more is caught than taught so it's important also to be model the behaviors and stuff that we want our children to emulate and so jim and i are always very conscious you know the children do see us as a team there's no division here they can't pit one against the other that's not going to happen we are solid unit and the children have grown to love and respect that because of course it gives them that that um that sense of security I really want to thank my husband. This is so out of his element, guys. So you should see the grimace on his face. <laughs> I think he did well and I wish that you will somehow be able to communicate that. I think he shared a lot in his little sharing time with us this afternoon. Um what I would say to you as I get ready to go is to please remember we just have one more episode which is next week's episode and so I would need you to send those questions or comments that you may have into the podcast whatever platform you're listening on whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Castbox, um Anchor or whatever there are at least 7 to 9 platforms now that you can listen through so please or oh, I actually gave you my um email address that you could send it to on the last um episode it's daughters d a u g h t e r s otk at gmail.com that's daughters otk at gmail.com send me those questions and comments let me know what you think about the podcast what you have learned from it has it been a blessing or has it not is there anything you would like me to change i know one person said that the music is a bit distracting so we're looking at changing that perhaps for the next season because we want everybody to be able to benefit from it and if you have any any comments any um questions you may have that we haven't touched on as yet um do please send it in so we can address it as well i want to thank all the listeners in the different parts of the world that are listening i have listeners in slovakia in pakistan in france the us canada throughout the caribbean jamaica barbados of course right here home in trinidad and tobago thank you so very much like i said there are so many homeschooling podcasts out there and the fact that you will choose to listen to mine it's humbling and exciting at the same time so thank you i want to pray god's richest blessings upon you and your family and most importantly please stay safe stay home let's flatten that curve 
um, and curb the spread of the virus. I know their thoughts, their schools of thoughts that there is no such thing as a virus, that thing, this whole thing is man-made. Whatever it is, there are still deaths that are taking place and um, it's a very sad situation right now. So I just want to pray that you're covered in the blood of Jesus Christ and you, you know, you're safe. You're safe. Until next time, send those questions in, those comments in. I'll be happy to hear from you. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye. This podcast is sponsored by Daughters of the King Boutique, where you can get designer dresses, shoes, and accessories without that dreaded designer price tag. And Made in His Image Consultancy Services, both on Facebook. Through this platform, you, the listener, can share your thoughts and ideas. Do you have a question or comment? Feel free to drop me a line, or better yet, leave me a voice note. I would love to hear from you. 